Hey, I want to talk about something that you're all going to probably love this morning. Isn't that good? Isn't that good when we actually talk about something that you love? Is it just me or does life just seem to get busier? I mean, busier and busier and busier and faster and faster and faster. And no matter how much we try and slow it down and work harder to get ahead, it just seems to go faster. And, you know, we all kind of got to COVID and thought this would be, you know, novel to have time. Well, congratulations if you got time in COVID. I just seem to get busier and busier and busier and it just goes faster and faster. And sometimes the more I sleep, the more I want to sleep. And then the more I sleep the tighter I feel. Is anyone with me this morning? So sometimes it's not just about sleep, is it? And I chatted, um, I think the week before last with the girls uh, um, on the Sisterhood Live about the importance of rest and knowing the difference between rest and sleep. And one of the things I love about, I love about church and I love about messages and I love about being able to share is I love that we can talk today about things from Scripture that we can actually apply to our Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. And it's not just about a, a good message that makes us feel good. This will make you feel good and will actually help you in life as well. Are you interested? Yeah. Excellent. Now, we're all familiar with sleep. Izzy, maybe not so much right now, but we're all familiar with sleep. And we certainly know when we're lacking it, don't we? We get tired, we get grumpy, we get a little bit, you know, not good. But... Rest and sleep are not necessarily the same thing. That was a revelation to me. Rest is defined as ceasing work and worry, being rather than doing. It's where the whole system, your body, mind and spirit is engaged in a restful state. And it's not rest if your body is still, but your mind is still racing or ruminating or turning things over. Now, how many people feel rested this morning under that definition? Good. This is a good message for you then. And I think rest is a little bit of a lost art, isn't it? Because we sleep, but I don't know about you, but I I wake up in the morning and my mind is already going way faster than it should be going because I'm trying to catch up with what I should be doing during the day. I think rest is something that we realize it's important. We appreciate the importance of it, but it's like fitness and eating well and education and we, we appreciate what it, the importance of it, but we don't actually engage in it and reap the benefits ourselves sometimes. So I think rest can be seen as a bit of a luxury. It's like, you've got time to rest? How lovely for you. You know, for those with time. I'll rest when I retire. Well, from what I've seen of people who retire, they don't do that. They just get busy doing other things. And when I look at scripture, the first thing I notice in the very beginning, in the very beginning, In Genesis 2, God creates the world. That's a pretty big job, right? Everything that we see and everything that we experience, He creates, right? Huge job. And at the end of that massive job, that massive creation, He does what? He rests. And it's recorded in Scripture as part of the creation story. So it must be important, right? Because he does all these massive things, you know, light, night, day, you know, sea, sky, animals, creatures, whatever. And the last thing he does is rest. So I would pose to you that it's actually really important. It's really important. Genesis 2.2 says, on the seventh day, God ceased work 
and he rested. And when we look at Jesus, Jesus often drew away to pray and to rest. In the fact, we find him in the middle of a lake, in the middle of a fierce storm where everybody else is thinking they're going to, you know, die. And what is Jesus doing? He's resting. He's resting. Matthew eleven twenty eight to 30 says, Are you weary from carrying a heavy burden? Then come to me. I will refresh you for I am your oasis. Simply join your life with mine. Learn my ways and you'll discover that I am gentle, humble, easy to please. You will find refreshment and rest in me. Mark 6.31 says there was such a swirl of activity around Jesus with so many people coming and going that they were unable to even eat a meal. So Jesus said to his disciples, come let us take a break and find a secluded place where you can rest a while. Now this is not meant to make you feel bad about not resting. This is actually meant to empower you and give you permission to find some rest in your life. Our soul requires rest. That's why I think Jesus modeled it so well. If you ask any health professional, any doctor, any physician, they'll tell you that rest is essential for your physical health. Without it, the body's unable to rebuild and recharge itself properly if we don't rest. If you ask any athlete or someone who's training for a competition, talk to Matt Betts, anyone who's training for a competition, they'll tell you that rest is a really important part of their training program because our muscles need it to repair themselves and to prevent injury. So our soul needs rest and our body needs rest. Philosophers, intellectuals and creatives have written much about rest across the course of time and it's essential for the mind. Leonardo da Vinci said, every now and then, go away, have a little relaxation for when you come back to your work, your judgment will be surer. Benjamin Franklin is quoted as saying, he that can take rest is greater than he that can take cities. So it is more difficult sometimes to find rest than it is to actually conquer cities. So our minds need rest. Our souls need rest. Our bodies need rest. Our minds need rest. If you look at the business world, successful corporate leaders will tell you that rest is essential for productivity. When I'm tired, when I'm not rested, when I'm consumed with how much I have to do, I'm actually not very productive. I'm just in this zone of, ah! (laughs) Forbes magazine wrote, you can only work so hard and do so much in a day. Everybody needs to rest and recharge. So our productivity needs rest. Soul, mind, body, productivity, they all need rest. Are you convinced that you need rest? Excellent. So why don't we do it? Why don't we rest? I think, um, I think there's a few reasons why we don't rest. Sometimes we mistake it for being lazy. Well, I can't rest. What will people think? What will people think if they're coming to find me and I'm resting? They'll think I've, I'm slack. They'll think I'm lazy. I think we don't rest because we think we don't have time to rest. I've got too much to do. I'll rest when I'm finished. The only problem with that is we're never finished because there's always something else to do. And so rest gets put back and put back and put back. I think sometimes we don't rest, this is a bit of an owie one, uh, because our identity can be tied up with how much we're doing. So we can't have time to rest because if we rest, you know, it's not, it's not who we are. I think we don't rest because we mistake sleep for resting. 
Yeah, but I sleep. Uh, I, I did some research, and Dr. McLaughlin is a well-respected psychologist, and, and that she explained that even sleeping isn't restful if the person who, for the person who can't rest during the day when they're awake. Because if the, your brain is in a, in a constant state of stress, and then you, you lie down and try and rest, what happens is that you've lost the connective pathways to tell your brain to slow down and to rest. And so what happens is the stress hormone cortisol just keeps getting released and we don't rest even when we're asleep because our mind just keeps racing. I think we don't rest because we don't know how to rest. We don't know how to rest. We can think that we're resting, and I've done this, so I will throw myself out there. You know, I'm going to have a rest. So the first thing I do is I get out my phone, and I start scrolling through it. Because that's restful, right? So not restful. We do. It's like, I'll just have a bit of a look on Marketplace, have a bit of social media. You know, I'll just have a little bit of a look, just search a few things, might play a game. You know, that's restful. What actually isn't, it's actually exhausting to your brain because we've got this screen in front of us and our brain is trying to process all this sensory input that we're putting in. And so while we think we're resting, our brain is going, stop! Stop it! Because what happens, I think, when we get out a phone to rest, we, you know, I don't know about you, this is me, and I know that you're all manifest sons and daughters of God, so this would not be you, but let me just be honest for a moment. I get on my social media and I think, oh, they're on another holiday. Oh, she's bought another car. Oh. Or I get on Marketplace and I think, I really like that couch. Can't really afford it. I really like that couch. I sent my husband two couches last night, actually, while I was scrolling through my phone while I was supposed to be resting. Um, and, and, or, or I'm playing Panda Pop. Don't judge me. They're really cute and you get to save baby pandas out of the bubbles. Panda Pop and I can't conquer the next level. And so I'm angry and frustrated and want to throw my phone, combined with feeling slightly envious because everybody else on social media is doing so well and a little bit depressed because I can't afford that couch that I'd really like. It's not very restful, is it? I'm just being honest. I know that none of you know what I'm talking about. But... Rest is important for our body, it's important for our mind, and it's important for our soul. And it was so important that God did it as part of creation, and Jesus modelled it so well while he was on earth. So, I want to look at three things this morning, really quickly in the last three minutes, that we need to do to discover the lost art of rest. The first thing we need to do, I believe, is to choose to be content. We've got to choose to be content. All of us want to live the best life that we can. But we can be sucked into a constant state of dissatisfaction with what we currently have, so we work harder to, to afford to buy the things that we actually have no time to enjoy. Crazy. Is that not crazy? Rest is possible when we're able to be content right where we are with what we have. An attitude of gratitude will help you to rest. And it's stopping and going, actually, I don't need anything else. If the world was to end tomorrow, I'm actually happy right where I am. Stop focusing on what, what you don't have and start enjoying what you do. Contentment will foster rest. The second thing I see is this. Be intentional. I know you hate this because I always say this, but it's really a big part of everything we do. God gave us a free will, so choose well. Be intentional. We need to plan rest into our busy lives. Put a reminder in your phone. And this is the thing I love about rest. It doesn't have to be eight hours. It can be just a short moment. True rest is not just not working. It's not just not working. It's actually 
wanting to rest. You can build a routine into rest. I'm, I'm easily bored at the idea of rest if it is actually sitting doing nothing. I have a really short attention span and I find that resting, the idea of resting if it is just sitting still doesn't inspire me at all. I think rest is a verb. <laughs> I'm not, I, I, I am, um, again, easily bored, but I think rest is a verb. It's an active, engaging word. And I put a rest routine in place a little while ago when COVID first started. And I, I'm just going to tell you about it. So it's just an example. You don't have to do this. But this was my rest routine. I'd start the day, I'd go to my coffee shop because we couldn't sit in. I actually would get takeaway and I would drive to the park and stay in my car because I was COVID safe. Stay in my car and drink my coffee. And while I sat there, I practiced this. I'd just look at what was around me. I'd look at the trees, I'd listen to the birds, I'd look out at the scenery, I'd watch the dogs run through, and I'd just actually be really present in the moment. And then then I'd go and do all my things, and then I would come back at the end of the day, and I put walking into my routine. But I found it really restful. Even though I was walking, I was not processing, I wasn't thinking about what I had to do. I'd put my AirPods in. I put some great worship music on. Sometimes I wouldn't. Sometimes I'd just walk and listen to the birds at the end of the day. And I'd just intentionally rest my mind while I was doing that. It's easy. You just have to... Here's, a, here's, a, here's another way that we do it because I'm going to race through this. You have to change the narrative, the way that you speak about rest, the way that you speak about your life. When people ask how your week is, what do we normally feel compelled to say? Busy. It's been busy. I've had a busy week. It's been really busy this week because I'm a productive person. And so I've been really busy. I've been busy, busy, busy. But you need to stop feeling like you need to say that you're busy because we're not victims of our time demands. We're not. We create them and we accept them. Don't complain or make excuses. Change your habits and live the way you want to. It's within your power to do so. We're only really as busy as we choose to be. And if I really want to find time to rest, I really can. But it starts with the way I speak about my life. So I would suggest things like this. My life's really full. My life's really rich. Because that's what it is. I'm not working to have a busy life. I'm working to have a full and a rich life. My life is mine to live and it's the only one I have. So I may as well start being happy about how I'm spending it now. I just want to give you... This is... This is going to be super, super practical. Are you right? This is how to begin rest and it will only take you five to 10 minutes a day. Are you interested? Okay. Spend five minutes. Go to a park. I think we're still allowed to do that, aren't we? Yes. Go to a park, sit on a bench, find a warm, sunny spot in your house or your garden or somewhere at your workplace where you can get away. My suggestion would be if you're doing this in your house, do not sit near the washing. Do not sit near the projects that need to be done because you won't rest. Find somewhere where you can just sit where it's quite beautiful and do this. Stop. Notice how the sun feels on your skin or the the wind feels in your face. Notice everything around you. Notice the colours, the sounds. Listen to the birds. Watch the kids playing in the park. If it's noisy, put your earbuds in and listen to some great music. I wouldn't listen to Screamo, that's just me. I don't find it relaxing, but, you know, whatever works for you. Relax, be present in the moment for five or ten minutes and you will be amazed at the power of rest, the power of just stopping 
You know, I find when I rest, when I'm rested, I'm more creative, I'm more productive, and I can hear God better in my life because all of the distractions are gone. I can actually take a moment to take in what is amazing around me, what is beautiful about me, to be grateful. And I feel like when I do that, I am so much closer to heaven than I am when I'm running around trying to be super productive. So I encourage you this week, five to ten minutes. Maybe not every day if you can't quite fit that in, but several times this week, just try and stop and rest because it's really important. God set the example in Genesis 2. He ceased work and he rested. Jesus continued by showing us how to draw away from the busyness of life and refresh. So let's continue to become fully formed followers of Christ and learn how to rest. Is that good? I'd love to pray for you today. Lord, I just thank you today for the simplicity sometimes of the principles that we find in your word. And I thank you today for the principle of rest. And I pray, Lord, as I've spoken, that that we would really take on board that it's good for our soul and our mind and our body to stop and to rest and to be present in the moment and to just sit really in your presence. And so, Lord, I pray today for those of us who have struggled to do this. I pray, Lord, that, that we would just feel compelled to rest that we would just really take this on. And Lord, I thank you for the benefits that it's going to be to our health, to our mind and to our soul as we engage in this principle. In Jesus' name, amen. And just really quickly as we finish today, and we're a little bit over time, but we're going to finish anyway. You know, I read before Matthew eleven twenty-eight to 30, Are you weary and carrying a heavy burden? Then come to me, I'll refresh your life, for I am your oasis. Simply join your life with mine, learn my ways, and you'll discover that I am gentle, humble, easy to please. You'll find refreshment and rest in me. Now, maybe you're here today and you've never joined your life with Jesus. Maybe you're here today and you haven't been church. has been something you did in the past, but it's the first time in a long time that you've been here and you feel a little bit disconnected from the whole church, Christian, Jesus, God thing. I just want to tell you, it's, it's so easy. Joining your life with Jesus can begin with just a simple prayer. I love the simplicity of the gospel. And it's a prayer like this. We're going to put it on the screen. And it's this. Dear Jesus, I believe in you. Thank you for forgiving me. Come into my life and I will follow you. Amen. And that's it. And if you prayed that prayer this morning, or you want to pray that prayer this morning, Rob's going to come and tell you about um, your next steps. But it's such an important step to take. It will change your life. It's easy. God is easy to follow. Jesus is easy to follow. So why don't we stand today as Rob comes. And and, um, thank you so much for listening today. Go out and rest in Jesus' name.